All right, hope everybody's doing good. We are here today with a drummer, bass player, and musician here in Kansas City, DeAndre Manning. How you doing? Hey, I'm, <laughs> I'm good, man. Sweet. Yeah, life is 360, man. Uh, all the, the good, beautiful, bad, ugly, and everything in between. So. <laughs> Unfortunately, things are generally been pretty good for me right now. So. That's good, man. Yeah. So I so I actually met you up here, but I had known yeah. about you in Wichita, in Wichita. for years, yeah. you know, yeah. and yeah. Uh, just uh, you're you're like, and, and you'll probably laugh at this, but you're like actually one of those like, you know, kind of almost like legend people in Wichita where I, I had heard of you from like 10 different people, okay. you know? Okay. And so, and then it was, uh, and then definitely our, our mutual, uh, buddy, Brad Williams, yeah. you know, I was friends yeah. with him. Brad, yes. And then when, when you moved up here, he, he kind of tried to get me to jump on it real quick, you know, cause yeah. uh, we all knew that you're a good player and, uh, yeah. and then we ended up playing in, in for a little bit. And the dudes, the dudes. Uh, that's right. That's but right. Uh, but yeah, man, definitely. Uh, just I had to know. say thank you too, man, because Rob Foster and dudes. That's when I first got back to Kansas City off the road, and uh, that band was one of the first bands that I played with being back in Kansas City. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well I, I like it was it was an absolute it was an absolute honor yeah, to get to play with fun, you guys, man. man. Yeah. That's some fun. And uh, it was it was crazy. Like like that band was kinda of weird because, you know, uh like I mean both both you and Brad are out of control. I mean, you know, just playing funky stuff and whatever and it was just an absolute honor to play with you guys. But I really needed very, very specific people in that band yeah, that had yeah. very specific talents. Not just high talent but yeah so that was that was kind of cool and I, I just it really it really meant a lot for you to play in the band here, yeah right? it, it, yeah I, it, it was a good uh, uh, ride for me the time that we did it. Uh, it it was a pretty eclectic band in my opinion um, I mean come on violin guitar bass and drums and I mean we we're coming from maybe we shared some similar interests obviously but then some very different roads you know mm -hmm. backgrounds and stuff in it we was able to put it together and it was, it was a unique sound man i, I, I thought it was pretty fun yeah yeah i mean the the crazy thing about that is that like like especially and and joe too but like you and brad are coming more from like jazz world really and i was kind of doing a rock band with like yeah. masquerading jazz people as rock guys yeah. but it was cool because you guys played like you guys played jazzy stuff yeah. in that, and yeah. that's what I wanted. Yeah. You know, I didn't yeah. want it to sound like a rock band. So, I mean, you guys like fit perfectly into that. I, I think it's safe to say that Brad and I both, you, yes, jazz, but I think we both came, of course, from the gospel background, mm. church, mm. and maybe, yeah, like funk and you know rb so that right. that combination but I, I i also think it's safe to say that he and i both are our our musical taste wide yeah I so the, the rock thing yeah. and you you could say folk bluegrass mm. whatever else is like yeah yeah we, we we dig it we've heard it you know so putting all those elements together uh, yeah, man, it's, mm -hmm. yeah, it's well, pretty cool. Like I said, yeah, <laughs> cool. I mean, yeah, but it, I mean, it really, it really, it really meant a lot for you guys to play in the band. I really oh, appreciate it. Uh, yeah. 
So, so tell people a little bit about, you know, maybe two minutes of, of what some stuff that you've done. Uh, well, let's see. I'll kind of, I'll go back in reverse. Uh, as of late, just completed a pre-release tour with uh, a KC musician, Logan Richardson, uh, alto saxophone. And, um, of course, he resides in Rome, Italy, uh, as of date. But uh, we, we did some dates in the States, and uh, we did a European pre-release tour. Uh, the album is entitled Blues People. It was just released officially about a week ago, or mm -hmm. on the 13th of this month, I believe. And uh, part, as part of that pre-release tour, we also uh, performed on the uh, NPR, uh, Tiny Desk Concert Series. Mm -hmm. And that, that was just officially uh, published this past Monday on the 23rd. Mm. Uh, so that, that was the latest project, which was a, a, a joy to do. Uh, there's a couple of other hometown cats uh, that's a part of that group. Uh, Ryan Lee on drums. Mm -hmm. uh, and I he's don't know a monster. You, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I don't know if you know Justice West. Mm -hmm. he's, a, he's a good tourist from here. He's like 19 years old. Probably going to be like, yeah, be 20 this year. But... Uh, young Phenom on guitar, um, and then um, we had another guitarist. He's from the U Ukraine, uh, Igor Osipov, mm -hmm. and then Logan. So that's the instrumentation: two guitars, bass, drums, mm -hmm. and, and sax. Mm -hmm. And uh, you mentioned that, that, that anybody knows Logan. He's you know he has definite jazz background, but this latest project is not. It has the overtones, you know. Is improvisation, but it's more you could rock, mm. more of an edge, mm. just you know, high energy the whole time. Um, just really cool stuff. So mm -hmm. that's been fun to do. Um, I just did a project with Lonnie McFadden, mm -hmm. uh, live at the Green Lady Lounge, with uh, Tyree Johnson on drums and uh, Andrew Ouellette on piano. Mm -hmm. That was fun too. Mm -hmm. um, and if you listen to either one of those projects, there are some similarities, but they're like one end of the spectrum to the other. Mm -hmm. uh, Lonnie is coming from more of the, the, the traditional KC Jazz type mm -hmm. of vibe. However, um, he was gracious enough to allow each one of the band members to contribute a uh, song to the, to the project. So the range of musical, I mean, from the traditional Kansas City jazz up to more progressive contemporary works mm -hmm. uh, with like R&B flavors on the CD and everything is is really, really good CD. Um, Charles Williams is another project that um, I'm a part of that came out this year, uh, Flavors of Jazz. Um, and the same thing with him. He's, he's a great pianist. And... The range of music on that CD is from like 1920s type of stride piano vibe mm -hmm. up until, you know, uh, uh, just more uh, kind of smooth jazz type of vibe, a little Latin flavor, um, traditional jazz and some progressive stuff. Some nice arrangements of standards on that CD. Mm -hmm. um, and then uh, just prior to that, um, I was with a roll band, uh, Groove Incorporated for about three and a half years, touring around, doing like, you know, the top 40 cover tunes and casinos and stuff mm -hmm. like that, traveling in the States and stuff. And uh, um, prior to that, it's just um, 
gospel, playing a lot in church, and then um, some well-known gospel artists as well. Mm-hmm. Um, the the late Alanda uh, uh, Draper, uh, uh, people like Douglas Miller, uh, uh, Donald Lawrence, uh, who else? Myrna Summers, uh, and I'm forgetting somebody. But that this was like in my teens. Mm-hmm. Like I'm yeah. getting the opportunity to 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 play with these people. So that was some great really great experience experiences to have at that time um just learning what it takes to 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 be a musician mm-hmm. you know um <laughs> to be a bass player to be a good bass player and um you know each one of those experiences with those people offered a lesson yeah yeah you know on what to do what not to do yeah. So, so, so talk about your, your church experience mm-hmm. a little bit. We, we haven't had too many people on the show that, that have, you know, played, you know, it sounds like yeah. as much, as much in churches as you, what, what yeah. did you, what did you learn from that experience or what, just talk about it, I guess. Oh, uh, well, um, yeah, this is kind of, it's loaded, man. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess it's simple thing to start from the beginning. Uh, I, I mean, I pretty much from an early age was around church and came mm-hmm. up in church, grew up, was raised in church. Uh, but my earliest experience with church as far as playing uh, was really, really close to home. Uh, my mother's father started a gospel choir mm-hmm. um, in like 76. I was born in 1980. Mm-hmm. And so basically when I got old enough to, you know, walk and carry a pair of drumsticks, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I became drummer for that group. And so that was probably like three years old. It was, yeah. About Get in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, I, but I gravitated to it, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, prior to that, you know, my, my father is a musician. Uh, bass player, drummer, and stuff. So I, I was exposed to not only the gospel but other musical genres early on. My dad would have friends over at the house playing music, and I was right there in the midst, you know, um, um, you know, singing along or just, you know, I was just there, just around it. Um, but the gospel was with my grandfather's group, the first, you know, playing with a choir Mm -hmm. and then as well as my home church you know Sunday after Sunday and then looking at my peers that may have been older than me you know do it play drums and this and that and other and learning from them Mm -hmm. Um, and and I tell you my first experience on on that level of someone saying hey you know why don't you go take a seat (laughs) because You're not quite up to par. Mm-hmm. Was actually in church, mm-hmm. and you know, there's nothing more embarrassing, mm-hmm. even at that age for me, is when your pastor to like, hey, you know, why don't you go sit down mm-hmm. and, hey, you you come on and play, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> how'd you how'd you take that? Um, like I say, at first it was just like, oh man, you know, in front of the whole church, right. you can sit down, so it's a little bit of embarrassment. It's like, oh man, but. At the same token, it's like, okay, no, I got to get better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, you know, those kind of experiences are necessary. 
Mm-hmm. And I, I feel like kind of coming up to now, that is the thing that is uh, handicapping a lot of the younger musicians. Mm-hmm. Uh, because we're in this climate now of, you know, everybody can do it or everybody's a winner. <laughs> and that's true to an extent. I mean, you know, if you put forth the effort, then, I mean, at least try, right? So, mm-hmm. but uh, it's too often where everyone tells you, like, you're good, you're good, or, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. this. And no one ever tells you, like, you suck. You know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just the same thing, like, with, you know, the whole bully thing. Like, mm-hmm. maybe bullies are kind of necessary because <laughs> they force you to, like, be strong. Mm-hmm. You stand up to the bully, chances are the bully will back down. Mm-hmm. Or even if he doesn't, you know, a good fist fight or whatever it doesn't hurt anyone. Like, mm-hmm. see what you made of. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> you're going out in the world, like, no one's going to call I, you. I heard a guy <laughs> say this the other day, and he he was he was talking about self-esteem and he was talking about how he thinks self-esteem basically is a crock, you know, and he, and he was saying the idea that you shouldn't, especially somebody who's like 17 years old, he's like, you shouldn't feel good about anything. You don't know anything. Well, and and he said, he said, you need to feel good about what you could be. Uh, you know, your, your uh, potential. That's what you need to have your esteem by. But yeah. you shouldn't feel good. You're a piece of crap. You yeah. don't know anything. You're 17 years old. You know, you shouldn't feel good about yourself. Because there's a lot that you need to get to, you know. Absolutely. I, I was like, holy crap, that's pretty that deep. That was loaded. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would agree with that. And uh, I would say to that, you know, the, 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 uh, the, the true confidence comes through experience. Mm-hmm. And, and and when you you do something long enough practicing this is music or whatever um, that's where the confidence comes in not cockiness but confidence mm-hmm. if you've done it long enough and you got the experiences to back it up then you can be more or less comfortable in your own skin you know so yes mm-hmm. what the guy said you know when you haven't really experienced nothing then it's all it's all bullshit you mm-hmm. know what I mean like people and it is <laughs> You know, and people who know can see right through it when you mm-hmm. put up the 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 facade yeah, like mm-hmm. you, this and that and the other, <laughs> and it's like get out of yeah. here, you know, get out of here. But yeah, so uh, I just you know, there's for me, there's always a balance. You know, yes, you should be complimented when you do things well, but you also should be told the truth when you have work to do. Yeah, I think I heard another one I heard that was amazing was uh, Dave Chappelle said that his second gig, he just got obliterated. Oh, yeah, I, remember that. I don't I remember know if you've that. heard yeah. of that. Yeah, right? yeah, he was yeah. like, I got, you know, I mean, I got straight up booed off stage. And he said it was horrible. Yeah, you know? yeah but, but check that out. But now. he said that's the best thing that's ever happened to him. Absolutely. You know? Dave Chappelle, just mm-hmm. like anybody else, in that moment, after that happened, once he, you know, he get past the initial shock and whatever emotion that he felt behind that, he had a decision to make. Mm-hmm. Either he was going to fold and tuck his tail between his legs and go run mm-hmm. somewhere, or he was just going to come back stronger the mm-hmm. next time. Simple as that. Yep. And, and, and that's what it is. That's what those experiences provide for you. The opportunity. Mm-hmm. All the time. <laughs> mm-hmm. Life is that all yeah. the time. You choose. I'm going to do this, mm-hmm. do that. And really, that's the only thing uh, 
a person has control over is that. Mm-hmm. Outside of that, it's, you mm-hmm. know, hey, crapshoot, I guess. Yeah, that's that's pretty deep, man. And I know, like, that that's happened to probably all of us at some point where mm-hmm. we had that, that moment where somebody didn't approve, but we kind of know deep down that they were right. You know, exactly. and, and it's not, it's not that they, you know, they disapprove when you actually did something good and they're just jealous or something. Yeah, it's yeah, it's yeah. like, you, you know, you, yeah, you, you yeah. know that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like a gig that you didn't prepare quite enough for or something like that. Yeah. When, when they go like, dude, you weren't, yeah, you, you weren't yeah, ready. Yeah. It's not about you being good enough. It's about you weren't ready today. Yeah. And, and like, and that, those are like really deep moments where you, you, you gotta be oh, honest and you, you know. And there's the thing, man, and you just hit it. Like, that's, everyone knows that. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows that. Now, mm-hmm. either, you know, there's some that deals with that and others that put it off to the side, mm-hmm. you know. But then what's interesting about that for the person, for the messenger <laughs> <laughs> that puts the mirror in your face, yeah. then that's the culprit, right? Mm-hmm. You know, that that that, <laughs> <laughs> that is the object of whatever your wrath is, and, you know, but you already know the truth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You know, and and the, displacing I mean, right, uh, they're displacing oh, the blame onto yeah, that person, yeah. and they're and just the messenger. Yeah, yeah. And that's the current state of. Yeah, America. we we could go. <laughs> no, yeah, I mean, we we could go deep on that <laughs> politics, but but yeah, that that's great, man. And I, I wonder, like, I wonder too the like what what Dave dealt with. I mean, where he's literally you know boo you know in his face, as opposed to maybe what you possibly felt at church having something like that happen where you know that that's a pretty fairly forgiving audience i mean are they gonna boo you at church right i mean like for you know but but at the same time though yeah we're talking about for for my case anyway we're talking about a black church Mm -hmm. and so let alone the grown-ups but the kids you know like (laughs) In the black culture, you know, it's things like the dozens and stuff, or people just, you know, they'll just, they'll just rag on you. You know what I mean? So you got to deal with all that, you know, like yeah. getting talked about and this and that right. and the other. But again, yeah. all those things make you tougher, mm-hmm. tougher skin. Mm-hmm. If you choose, you know, you better. It's just going to be a whole life of that. Yeah. But, <laughs> and, uh, you know, that's, that's, uh, Man, yeah, that's all part of it, man. Um, I think you and I are on the same page of how valuable that is. Oh, yeah, know? man, like, because, yeah. you know, I'm kind of a, uh, I still am, but, you know, it's kind of a time and a season for everything, but I'm I'm, a, I'm a, like a non-violent, just, you know, hey, let's just get along and be cool type of guy, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? And I don't look for it. Sometimes it comes to you. Mm-hmm. And at, at, at you know when I was very young and stuff that that was a recurring lesson, mm-hmm. you know sometimes you can be nice to people but they don't always return it back, mm-hmm. you know you'll be met with something else that's mm-hmm. not nice, <laughs> and so, uh, you know what what do you do? Mm-hmm. What's the lesson? Mm-hmm. Right so. Um, wish it wasn't there. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You, you can wish that, it. You I, can, I tried yeah. that. I tried that. Did it work? I tried that. Yeah. <laughs> you get it again, pow. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so eventually, yeah. man, and it took a long. This was a long. I mean, you know, it took a while to really grasp that lesson. But sometimes, you know, people don't understand that language. Yeah. So you got to learn how to speak another language. 
I deal with that all the time with uh, teaching. You know, that, that this whole idea of what we're what we're talking about yeah. about how 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 nice do you be at them? Like, and I I think that that's the the core of 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 teaching is like mm. the motivation part of it of mm. of dealing with this question of how hard do you come at them, mm. which is what kind of what we're talking about. Mm. I mean, do mm. you you know, do you, do you call them a piece of crap and you're doing it wrong or do you, do you only give them, oh, you're so good, you know, like, yeah, you know, yeah. like, and, and how, how do you come at them with what tone, when, like, yeah, you know, how yeah, do you yeah. say it? Do you even need to say it today? You know, all yeah. those kind of questions is to me the art of teaching and this is it kind really of what is. you're talking about. It, man, that's the art of living. Mm. In my opinion, man, like that's that's if you're if you're even thinking along those terms of trying to figure that out, that's that's the deal. Mm -hmm. And I, I can't I can say what that is for me, but like your your method of arriving at whatever conclusion is your your um your balance of, mm -hmm. of pulling that off is, is yours, um, based on what who and what you're dealing with at whatever time. But I, I one thing I, I have learned and I, I, I stand on this is that things are situational and, and you got to know who and what you're dealing with at any moment. And, and to, for me, I think that's part of the wisdom of it. Uh, I still hold true that there's not, nothing beats an understanding. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. uh, in the sense that if you understand what and who you're dealing with at whatever time, then you can more consciously choose on your 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 approach. Yeah, yeah. And and to producing the the most uh, uh, beneficial or uh, uh, result, mm -hmm. if you will. More info you got. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Because you can't take the same approach with everybody. And as, mm -hmm. as, as you know, with teaching, yeah. man, everyone learns differently. And I I teach now, so I I'm being taught. You know, mm -hmm. you might have an idea of, okay, this and that, and other, but man, no, you got to know who you're dealing with. You got to know the kid, how he learns, what he responds to, what he doesn't. Mm -hmm. Maybe even know a little something about what he's going through with his family, his family mm -hmm. situation. It helps. Oh, yeah. Kids are going through, you wouldn't, man, yeah. you wouldn't believe in their, their home environment. Yeah. So they come into school and it's, I mean, you know, and so you can't be quick because they behave a certain way to get frustrated, which it can be frustrating, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm sure, but uh, to just fly off the handle, you don't really know what's behind that. Mm -hmm. So there's a certain amount yeah. of sensitivity yeah. involved, you right. know what I mean? But that doesn't mean that you coddle the mm -hmm. kid and stuff like that, but there's that balance. Yeah, you, you sweet and salt. Yeah. But I think the kids benefit more a little bit more from um, also experiencing that sternness and and, and the, the discipline aspect of I say life. Yeah, and you were talking about the or we were talking about the idea of they know. You know, you you say, say that to them. Yeah. I think you people would be surprised if you like this. Another guy said this on a podcast I watched. He was like. He was a military guy, and so they, they were at a pool, and his daughter and their bunch of friends are trying to do things off the diving board or something, and they were trying to, like, do a dance routine on the diving board or something, and so he came over. What'd you think of it? He's like, you know, it was all right, but I would have liked it if you guys smiled. 
you didn't smile. And they were like, oh, okay. You know, and then so they go run over and they could tell that he was being real with them. They could tell that he was actually, first of all, watching. He was paying attention. Yes, sir. And second of all, he was giving actual feedback because he yeah. was actually like caring. And they went, oh, and notice what he didn't do. He didn't necessarily compliment them. Right. He said, you could do this better. And they're like, oh, okay. And they all, you know, big eyes. And they're like. And he wasn't ugly about it. No. I mean, you know, mm -hmm. it wasn't like he was cussing them out or anything like that. What, what can they handle? Yeah. They might be able to handle a lot of criticism, you know, if you do it in the right way. Or, you know, kids might be able to handle more than you think they can. Well, see, Rob, man, this is my thing. This is this is how I look at this stuff, man. Along with what you said, that that you said that they could tell what place he was coming from when mm -hmm. he told him that man so for me that's like an energy thing mm -hmm. which that's that see the proof is in the pudding for me that's like that's that's why it's undeniable that 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 it's not necessarily the thing but what's behind the thing mm -hmm. it's not just the words no yeah. it's not it's yeah. what's behind the words because people can call your bluff mm -hmm. if you're saying it sounds good but like if it's not felt like what's behind it then it's not especially with kids mm -hmm. like they know yeah they know yeah. when you mean business and when you don't mm -hmm. or when you're coming from a place and it's the same with with adults yeah uh especially when it comes to criticism or just 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 the truth mm -hmm. i mean you know offering just some guidance just like if you're coming generally if you're coming from a place of and i'll just say just honesty and love because that's why you telling them the truth because yeah. you love them. I mean, you actually care. If you yeah. didn't care, you wouldn't say shit. So, um, mm -hmm. but if you come from that place, people can sense it. And even if they initially, uh, uh, their reaction is something adverse, mm -hmm. uh, which also is proof that um, everyone knows the truth. <laughs> Cause if you know, why else would you get mad? Yeah, they blow, they blow you off. They'd be, be like, like whatever, dude. Yeah, 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 you know, yeah, whatever. yeah. But why else that, would that's you get a great, mad? That's a great point. Cause yeah. you ain't willing to face it yet. Yeah, yeah. And I, and um, you know, that's all something we all go through. I, I go through it. Mm -hmm. You know, dealing with you gotta look at it, mm -hmm. man. Uh, so so on a on a note like that, definitely when when we're in a band and we've talked about this a lot on the show that this is one of the the big questions that i've wanted to even do this show about okay. is when you have two guys in a band and, and i've said this a lot is that i think that's the number one reason bands break up is because of personality differences and yeah. people don't see eye to eye but you you just mentioned something interesting that sometimes when somebody you have a little bit of a blow up right now you don't know what they're going to think later you know, yeah. they, they might yeah. have this initial, you know, yeah. oh, that pissed me off. He said yeah. that. But when you when you give them a chance to go home and process that, sometimes they come back and apologize or they come back and change themselves or, you yeah. know, you, you just you just have no idea what they're going to do. And yeah. even if you get that conflict at the yeah. beginning, you and what, what do you think about that? Do you think that's a big problem with bands about people just not getting along and not agreeing and like? Man, it's just a band is just a, a microcosm of just uh, humanity, <laughs> you know, human relationships. You're man. going all deep on it. Well, man, I, know, I, I can't man. help I it, it, man. That's just where I'm yeah, at, man. I love it. Um, you know, human relationships, man. Like, <sighs> you know, people say, and I, I'll just I'll use the band thing as an example. Um, and it could be a, a communication, 
you know, when you're talking about relationships, being able to relate, mm. right? And so one of those things, you talk about communication. So that means at any time, and it can change at any moment, someone is offering or bringing something verbally, communicating something, and someone is listening, and then it changes. Mm -hmm. Another person gives something, another person is listening. Um, but then what happens, and this sometimes if you get people that, you know, sometimes it overlaps, mm -hmm. right? But at any time, someone has to listen and someone has to speak, mm -hmm. right? But what if no one's listening? There's mm -hmm. someone speaking and no one's listening. So what happens there, mm -hmm. you know? And so, and then too, uh, in bands, everyone has their personal taste and interest mm -hmm. and reasons for even being in a band, mm -hmm. right? Reasons for even playing music, period. Yep. So, you know, those things are bound due to circumstances that are out of your control, but it brings those things to the forefront and how each member of the band deals with certain situations or, you know, uh, and so, yeah, butting of the heads, I mean, it's just kind of inevitable just depending on the people involved, mm -hmm. you know? It's kind of like you said earlier, some people are more, um, what was the early converse, earlier conversation we had, that some people, when presented with a certain thought or idea, are quick to shut it out. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. And whereas, whereas other people may stop to at least consider don't necessarily mean they have to agree, mm -hmm. but they may, you know, yeah, yeah. yeah, right. So, uh, in the bandstand, if you get that sort of thing, you know, um, be it a musical idea or just, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. If you got a person that's quick to like, ah, oh, nah, I ain't doing that, mm -hmm. this, that, and that, you, you, you know. I heard Wynton, uh, Wynton Marcellus was on that, uh, Ken Burns video was talking about, and he was, I think he was talking about life and music, but he was specifically talking about jazz. He's like, it's a, it's a negotiation, the whole thing. Yeah. You know, yeah. we're all, it this really communication is. thing is, is. is about yeah. what songs we're going to play, who's going to take the first ride, I mean, yeah. what we're wearing tonight. Yeah. I mean, the whole thing is a, is a democracy kind of a situation. You well, know? It, it, it... Not always. May, but, not but, always. Yeah. Maybe, maybe not. Yeah. I mean, you know, you... It, it, terms of band set up and you, you know you got the band leader yeah what type of band leader is it is it one that has more of a democratic type of approach mm -hmm. like hey let us right. all i welcome all your input is it a cat that just you know he has his view his way and just need the cats to come on board with what the vision is mm -hmm. which that's that's fine too yeah it's his band. here's a band. here's a deep <laughs> question for you does every band need one <clears throat> um there again, it's situational. Depends mm. on the people involved. Yeah, that's true. And yeah. where they at. Um, some situations, maybe you need that guy mm -hmm. to be that guy. Like, hey, you know, this is the direction we're going in. Other situations, I believe that 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 it it that role can kind of shift. Yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, Maybe ours would be similar to that. What I what I'm in right yeah, now is yeah. that we we all kind of can take over at different times because you know we have like for myself I'm probably the most 
musically educated. I've had the most lessons in the band. Yeah, yeah. So like musically, sometimes they kind of let me take over, and definitely I'm I'm pretty organized, so right. I can kind of help with that. But there's other stuff that that I'm not the expert in the band, right. and, and so we all kind of shifts right for different kind of things. And that's and that's, that's stage presence stuff. Oh, My man. buddy is really good at that, and right. I'm not good at that at right. all. Right. So it, 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 maybe that's similar to what you're yeah, talking man, about. Yeah, man. It depends on the people involved, man. Uh, like definitely musically, musically that happens all the time, man. Or any situation, but you know, we musicians, we talk about music. Um, because man, look, man, you got. Sometimes you find more than one quality in a person and stuff, mm-hmm. but sometimes people have their area, man. And, and, and generally, you know, you have the initiators, right? Mm-hmm. Then you have the facilitators or something, or the mm-hmm. sustainers, or, mm-hmm. you, and then or you, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, uh, and I know, like musically, like the energy can shift, man. Um, at one moment, maybe you know, maybe it's the drummer that's like propelling the situation right mm-hmm. and then it could shift maybe he's not you know especially when you really learn this stuff that's that, that's one thing i learned being on the road really when you're playing uh five or six nights back to back um is first of all in playing night after night like that especially if you're in one place mm-hmm. so that means like each night has to be at least, or you, you, if whatever tone you set the first night, the second night has to be that or more, mm-hmm. and so on and so yeah. forth. So that's a <laughs> that's a certain mentality that that to have and develop, man. And so each night it could be different, man. Someone might be hot one night, mm-hmm. and then the next night it could shift. Yeah, you know what I mean. Or mm-hmm. even during the course of that night. Yeah. You know what I mean? But hopefully, when you get a group of cats that's in tune enough with the situation with each other, it can shift seamlessly, Mm -hmm. right? But when you get some cats that may not, some might be focused and others might be on some other stuff, then you have these lags in the music. You know? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, and that's, you know... It, it is what it yeah, is. Yeah, I hear you, man. Yeah. <laughs> so when there ain't no situations like that, do you do you you had that leader? Yeah. They'll be like, hey guys, we need to pull it together and let's mm-hmm. hey. You or know, do, or do you got five leaders? Do you, you have? Yeah, right, yeah, right. Yeah. Then that's oh man, that's a whole another thing. Yeah, yeah. Or you know, is the cat that's supposed to be the leader is maybe not that strong in the sense of like really like hey let's pull it together and they mm-hmm. just kind of let it. You know, because this is all. I mean, this is all. I mean, we we could go deep into oh, yeah, it, yeah. deep into the the ramifications in the real world of this. But yeah. you know, I mean, there's all sorts of ones where you have a guy who really wants to be the leader, but like you said, where where he's not. He the thing you said a couple minutes ago that was so crazy was that he that with this communication, you've got to have the listeners, but you also got to have the tellers too, or the the talkers too, because. You, you, most of the time what we don't have is the listener, you know, but yeah. I think a lot of times we don't have people that are, people are saying nothing, exactly. you know, they're, they're exactly. not saying the exactly. things they need to say cause they're avoiding it or whatever. And there's all these leaders that aren't, you know, that's why I don't know. too much care for, uh, hierarchies too much. And, and, mm. and most of these situations you find is set up that way. The mm. whole pyramid thing, mm. right? 
someone's over this, someone over this, you yeah. know, right? And it gets smaller as you go. Right? But, um, <laughs> but what good is a leader without a follower? Yeah, it's it's called a reciprocal. You well, know, yeah, yeah, I mean, like if you have a band and you're a leader, but then like, who is your band? You got to have your bandmates, right? So. Anytime the leader thinks that he's above who he's, you know, he's the yeah. leader. Yeah, there's some yeah. things and responsibilities that's on you to bring this thing together, right? But each piece is important. So as a leader, you can't not treat your followers yeah. as someone beneath you. Right. Because they're just right. as much of an important part as you are to the mm -hmm. situation. You know, so so there's a saying. You know, the the greatest leaders is first a great follower. Yeah. Or or uh, you know a great leader serves. Yeah. You know what I mean. Mm -hmm. And I, I I agree with that. I I think you know contrary to what you know people might or we've been told you know like you know you gotta like, which I mean there's some truth to it, but it's kind of twisted like. Like people need to be in like these adverse conditions in order to get the most out of them, mm -hmm. you know, like in the work environment yeah, and stuff. Like you got to make things uncomfortable <laughs> for them, but to get the most production out of them. But no, yeah. I just think yeah. if you treat them as human beings, you get the most out of them because if people get in an environment that they feel like what they have to offer or what they are offering is 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 considered and respected, I think people will give. You know, and 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 they they're they're receiving in like kind based on what their output and what they're giving. Mm -hmm. I think people would be more readily. I mean, you know, wouldn't mm -hmm. be a thing of dreading to go to work. Like, yeah, I love my job. Like, yeah, because it treats me well, and I, I give, and it treats mm -hmm. me back. But you know, I don't yeah, know. I'm a but, dreamer. Yeah. No. <laughs> but that, so that's a good segue because I know the what I've. You were, you were talking about this like symbiotic relationship a little bit of your your the the one that I always like to use is like like a J Lo you know where where she I mean nobody cares about her backing band you know I mean they they're coming to see her right but you take but you so so like they they sort of need her no yeah. nobody nobody's coming to her nobody's coming to their concert you yeah, know yeah, but yeah, yeah. at the same time you've heard horror stories about she's somebody, like the draw. Right, like, she's the draw, yeah, and yeah. she's the act, right? right yeah, right. and oh, and so, but you find these horror stories of hearing about her six months in the studio, yeah, you know, yeah, about yeah. about she she kind of needs this Columbia Records, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, to yeah, make yeah. her look like she's a badass, yeah, and so so <laughs> she kind of needs them too, you know, in a way, exactly, and so like especially if you have a case now, I'm not I'm not saying her, but if you have a case where the 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 main attraction is really a person that really on the level as far as talent mm -hmm. may not have it all like that right. but they are the the first one they got the image they got the look whatever that mm -hmm. is and so nine times a ten that's you better believe they got they're gonna have a band that to make them sound good yeah. the baddest cats yeah you know what i'm saying but you know but it's mm -hmm. the baddest cats but it's like you know like, handcuffed yeah, because right. it's yeah. like you know don't outshine the master so yeah. you know <laughs> I, and I've I found for myself that and, and I learned this was a big lesson I learned from the dudes okay was that you know I'm just not a front man you mm -hmm. know and, and that was it was we, nice it was nice to try that and I'm glad I did it 
But like in my other band, this guy called me like a front lead. Yeah. And and that was kind of a weird a weird thing. But he said where I figured out that for myself, where I fit the best in a band is in like a five six piece band where I'm like kind of the number one soloer. Yeah. And I can get on the mic and sing some you know, sing some backup still... and maybe even maybe because me and him banter a little bit. Yeah. I'm not good at going off the cuff myself. Yeah. But when he's saying some stuff, he's really good. My buddy is like the I mean he's he's twice better than Lonnie on the mic. Okay. And Lonnie's pretty good on the mic. Yeah. This guy's insane. He's he's really good. I do good bantering with him, so I'm like a good. That that's my perfect role. A good good soloer. I can kind of be up in front, but I'm not the main thing. So like, for for somebody like yourself, who's who's been kind of a high, a, kind of a hired gun. I don't like that term, but mm. for somebody that gets that's called a lot to to sub in with other people's bands, what are what are some things that you've learned about like mm. like different reasons you think maybe why you're successful or why other people are, are successful at, at coming in and subbing a little bit in bands. Okay. Well. Or being that other role. You let, know? Me, let me chime in back up yeah, on, yeah. on the, yeah. with, with Rob Foster and the dudes. I think that was one, I don't know if you would call it a problem. It was just a reality of that group. I don't think any one of us in that band was really a front man. Yes. I agree. It's like everybody could yep. play. Yep. Right. You know, but you know, there's that certain element like yes. you got to re inter interact with the audience mm -hmm. and and you know provide that element. And, and to be honest with you, I'm just now getting to a point to where I'm trying to hone in on that. Like, conscious, like, okay, let's you know, w w the situations that uh, that I'm on where I'm leading the situation. You know, and mm -hmm. it's like incorporate because I'm around cats that that's doing the same thing. They have their way. They're they're cultivating. They're developing mm -hmm. their thing, right? So I'm around, and it's like, yeah, okay. You know, that's an aspect just as much as the music mm -hmm. aspect. You know, um, so yeah, that's 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 very uh, important. You know, because I mean, yeah, at the end of the day, I I just want to play, mm -hmm. but there's more to it than that. Yeah. Right, so um, there's annoyingly more to it. Yeah, than that. yeah, man. And depending on where where you, I mean, really in any set, but you know, like you were saying, the whole jazz thing. But I think that's kind of more often. Yeah, you get into a thing about that, but um, I I think that's kind of an issue. Uh, it's all about being aware of your audience. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And at one time, maybe. 30, 40 years ago, as it relates to jazz, you had that hip audience that mm -hmm. knew what the deal was and came to hear yes. the yes. music. Now it's more seeing yeah. uh -huh. than hearing. Yeah. But seeing first. And so... They want to be in the bar with that music playing. Yeah, man. Mm -hmm. So, like, with that, man, like, you got to come at it different. Even if you're a jazz musician, whatever you want to call yourself, like you gotta understand that. So it's almost a thing of almost like re, re-educating your audience in a way. Yeah. So you gotta find a way to do that, and you gotta meet them where they are first, mm -hmm. and then slowly draw them into whatever it is that you're doing. Um. But um. <clears throat> um. What was the question? <laughs> <laughs> well, so, okay, so to, to maybe get, because we talked about pretty generally. Oh, maybe, about the higher gun thing. Yeah. Okay. Um, 
Well, um, here's the thing, and this is kind of tying back to the whole church thing, gospel mm-hmm. thing. Is I ain't left, but I'm yeah. still with the question. Um, one thing about when I was coming up in church playing and, and with choirs and different things like that, one of how we learned was orally. Yeah. So, um, whatever songs we had to learn, we just had to learn by listening and figure it out. And I think that's one thing leading up today. It, it has uh, one thing I got from the gospel area was just the ear training. Mm-hmm. Of course, later, you know, early on, eleven or twelve, I figured out, okay, yeah, I know what pitches are. Like we call it perfect pitch, or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I, I know it. So, yeah. uh, so that plays a role. It plays a hand, but even with that, it it didn't stop there with me. Like over the years, I've even developed that even more mm-hmm. uh, to the point to you know going from and as I understood theoretical knowledge and stuff like that, it's like okay, yeah, I can hear the notes now. Can I hear the chords? Can I call yeah. the chord out when I hear it? Yeah, you know what I mean, and, and all mm-hmm. those things. Okay, so uh, those are some things that the almighty, you know, bless me with that, that, that are aids and that are tools yeah. for me that helps, uh, especially at this point when you schedule and you got a bunch of things at once, you know, a good memory helps mm-hmm. as far as that, uh, grasping the ability to grasp music quick. Mm-hmm. Um, but on a more like personal, like, again, energy uh manhood type of thing person human vibe um the thing that i try to to maintain is a sense of integrity in 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 terms of being prepared for whatever job or situation that i've been i'm being called to do um okay so that means learning the music or mm-hmm. and then um, executing it, executing the music when it's time to execute it, right? Um, the other thing is again the whole conversation piece. Um, I I listen <laughs> mm-hmm. to the people around me. So in a sense, I my my whole thing is just to create something beautiful mm-hmm. on the bandstand. Yeah. And hopefully someone gets gets impacted by what they heard. Mm-hmm. Period. Yeah. Um. I'm I'm just about having a good time. So with it, whoever I'm playing with, that's who I'm I'm honing in on who they are and what what they what they're doing. And I try to 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 put my thing with that to make it harmonious and yeah. you know, and and a lot of times it works and sometimes you know you get that budding mm-hmm. just for whatever reason you know maybe someone's not listening maybe someone's going home and doing a certain thing that that doesn't have nothing to do with what's going on and and in those situations it 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 is it, it's, it's a challenge for me uh because it, it makes my job a little bit harder because it's like okay everything feels forced mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. you know yeah, what i mean I so like it's, it gets to be kind of a drag you know it's still a job to do mm-hmm. But, you know, it's just not, and you can't let that bomb you out. At one time, it's just like, man, but now it's just, you know, it yes. happens. I know, I know for, for myself, one, one, like, goal I've tried to have for me here in the next 10 years or whatever is that I, I'm on, 
fortunately or unfortunately, I love like all different kinds of music. And so I think it's really fun to be able to go up to, uh, to the blue room and have a couple of jazz tunes that I yeah. could call it a, blue, a yeah. jazz jam or yeah. go over to these country guys and have played your cheating heart and all these, you know, old yeah. tunes. And like, so I know for me, it, back to the, uh, the idea of being kind of a, a hired gun yeah. kind of guy. It, it That's helps. my thing is I want to learn all the standards. Yeah. You know, learn, be, when somebody calls crazy at the yeah. old school song crazy, Patsy well, Cline, but, or any random old tune, you know, I, I want to kind of have a clue and be able to do it. And I, I think that helps with uh, and just talent level, like somebody like yourself being able to being able to read some charts, yeah, and, be, and have and if you don't have the charts and they totally screw you over in the middle of this song, be able to just kind of find it, find you it, know, yeah. and with your ear and it helps. And um, obviously having the the facility in general yeah. to be able to do so. If they just look at you, hey, play solo, uh, uh, boom, and then in one second you just make something up and deal with it. Yeah, and yeah. I, that to me is one of the things that hired guns. They get called back a lot musically when they can yeah. do stuff like that. Um, I mean, that's a big part of it, Rob. Um, being able, yeah, just having a, a vast repertoire, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, and I, I think that's one thing that, as far as me being a hired gun or whatever, yeah. that's just, I mean, I can fit in a whole bunch, a whole, <laughs> a lot yeah. of different situations. Whether it be jazz or gospel or uh, hell, even rock, mm-hmm. country, I've done it all. Hell, mm-hmm. the, the Afro-Cuban, mm-hmm. uh, uh, whatever the case may be, because I love all of those music. So mm-hmm. I and but I've taken the time also, and and still am delving in to 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 know what is it yeah. that makes. Each of those forms pop. Mm-hmm. What is the mechanism? Yeah. What is the, what is the the the, the root, mm-hmm. if you will? Um, and then part of it too, man. I mean, it, it's kind of this weird thing. Me, you know, just for me being being black is in the sense of um, it's like you 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 going backwards to go forwards. Um, just just by just the nature of our history and coming here to America and having what you knew stripped and then having to adapt what remained to your new environment and situation. So it morphs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it morphs. So then it becomes a thing. I mean, even, and that's just the whole nine, like even a little thing like trying to retrace your family tree to see mm. what's what because people got separated from each other. Mm. Families got broken up. So <laughs> mm. just that thing, man, like, you know, and then so just, you know, to have an understanding of like a lot of the, the, the musics of the world, the different styles is like comes from you. Like mm. a derivative of like Africa, like, you know, so, uh, when I got off the road, that's one thing I wanted to get delve more into, like the whole Latin jazz, mm. Afro-Cuban thing, and 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 lo and behold, I meet Pablo Sanhueza. Mm. We link up, and you know, but only for me to find that like 
this is like your ancestors' stuff. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, just like tr- retracing the steps, man, like back. And uh, <laughs> it's, 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 a, it's an interesting thing. But each one of those musics, like I say, has a certain thing about it that makes it tick. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing that I try to hone in on or that I try to even in just listening to it, just uh, that, that well, the way it makes me feel, the way it makes me move. Because if it makes me move, chances are it's gonna make the other person move mm-hmm. too. You know, and what is that? What is the meaning behind that? Mm-hmm. Um, and so when, when you know, it's just like, anytime you get a person that, that, that a musician that when they play, and it's all about where a musician is coming from, um, but if they can make people move, feel something generally, that's that's a good thing, because the people you're playing with, and generally will enjoy working with you, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And then you're you're it, it, by that energy being there, you know, it's almost like a, a sports. Uh, we rave about the the greats, but uh, yeah, they may have skill mm-hmm. given, right? Needed yeah. that, but what is that extra thing like? And here's the thing, you know, people say, well, what differentiates them, uh, uh, Michael Jordan from whoever else was? Mm-hmm. They made the people around them. They brought the level, yeah, up, yeah. And and I pay attention to that, man. That's that's like any any musician that I play with, like when they're there, and it's just like, man, oh yeah, okay. <laughs> let's, 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 let's do, let's Everybody do wants it. to play with them. Yeah. And it's not just talent. Yeah. It's and a whole it's bunch not of yeah, yeah, yeah. skill. That's, yeah. that's, 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 that's there. It's just the yeah. feeling that they generate just by nature of who they are. And so. Because skill could be playing over you. Right. right? They're just right. playing solos. Right. Like, turn that up to, you know, right. well, that's skill, but. Skill, but doesn't make us your group like, any better. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah. just like your own concert within a concert. Right? <laughs> I, I heard one that is a little bit different top, but I heard uh, whenever I go to the blues jams, it always kind of cracks me up when the guys, you know, talk about basically guys down at the blue room, they don't, they don't play real blues. And I'm like... What the fuck are you talking about? You know, like, I was just like, they play jazz blues, you know? And I'm like, oh, oh my God, really? Well, you know, and I'm like, no, yeah. I'm like, they don't play Stevie Ray Vaughan style blues usually. Yeah. I, I'm with you on that if you're going to make that claim. But like that, kind of coming to the, the core of what that music is, is what what, what you just said. I'm like, I, I just like... That's one of those times where I have to like, like, cut my mouth. I'm like, you have no freaking idea what you're well, talking about. I you mean, know? And that gets I, back to what I, what I was saying earlier, man. I mean, even you know, with Stevie Ray Vaughan, like, who did he get it from? You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And when you, you you already know when you say the blues, man, you're talking about. It really is is really a is that first because that's where it came from. But anytime, I mean, you know, you, you live in this thing called life. Uh, uh, and especially from from the African American African American experience, man, like the experiences of all we know the history. So all of that, the music was uh, was a vehicle to express mm-hmm. the whole three hundred and sixty of it of the experience. And so blues is blues, and it's the pain, it's the blue of it. So of of life, 
the jazz that came about later, you know, is like a derivative of that. Mm-hmm. The blues is still there. You can't have jazz without the blues. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, but with the jazz, man, you had other... I mean, it still is part of the experience. That's why, you know, when you, when you talk about music, I, I don't think there's any separation from the, the, the social circumstances mm-hmm. of each, you know, period of music that was happening at that time and this mm-hmm. and that. It's all connected. It, it, you know. It's all a reaction, it, it, right? It, 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 I mean, it it's is. a reaction to life. It, and then it you're, you, Music doesn't just happen. It, 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 no. it doesn't just happen. No. Something ha- you know, you felt something from some other thing, it's, and then boom, you exactly. write about it, and like, and that's yeah. the thing that gives gives it its power because it's truth. Mm. You know, it's something that's being dealt with, um, and so going back to your statement about you know the real blues. Well, again, like I say anybody knows is you know yeah, jazz is blues. It's, mm-hmm. it's you know. It's, it's just some other elements involved, mm-hmm. you know. It's not necessarily the the downtrodden uh, four on the floor, you know, guitar, uh, right. twelve bar, you know, whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, my baby left me. That's a part of an experience too. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, with the jazz, when that started coming about was a little something different. You know, we had people migrating from the south to the north. Mm-hmm. And uh, experiencing that whole thing, and you know, a different racism, but you know, it ain't the, the cotton field South stuff. Is some other, a little bit more convert covert mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> rendering, but uh, mm-hmm. but just being exposed to some things that they had been exposed to before. You know, being able to get a factory job, and but now you're in the city, so then you know. Uh, whether you're in a you know project with a little apartment you know or if you was able to afford some housing you know but then depending on what neighborhood you left in is the, the cross being burnt in your front yard and stuff like that but you you've been aware of some things that just being on a plantation you may not have been aware of a little bit more of the world you know mm-hmm. what i mean which gives you a, a different sense of your place in it mm-hmm. and the music reflected that right <laughs> yeah you know uh, being able to get fly in a, in a, in a zoot suit mm-hmm. and, and, and go, you know, uptown and, you know, different, different mentality from the, the cotton fields. And so it progressed, you know? And so, um, uh, I would say the real blues is blues that's experienced, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm. you know what I mean? So, you know, let uh, just live, keep like my my granddad always tell me. Just keep waking up, lying down, and waking up. You know, life will present you <laughs> with some situations mm-hmm. where it you know it bring about the blues. So, um, but yeah, you know, this mm-hmm. uh, jazz blues is blues. Yeah, blues is blues. Uh, Rhythm is blues. Is blues. Yeah, right. <laughs> Gospel is blues. You know? yeah. yeah, it's really it's really important to see that this this kind of created this and this created that and that created that and that that's just when when those guys say a phrase like that it just sounds 
it sounds so ridiculously ignorant. I can't even stay. You know, I mean, it's laughable. You know, I almost start laughing yeah. out of me. Like they, they don't know anything about anything. But that's one thing I try to explain to my students a little bit is the the reaction, the reactive nature of everything. Is that like you stuff just doesn't just happen. You know, there was no. something before that, and something before that, and something before that, and well, then that's my like, that's my issue with with the statement, the catchphrase now when they say people say it is what it is. I, I get it. But then my question is always, well, how did he get that way? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. But, you know, it's like we were talking about earlier about yeah. the, uh, what is it, uh, personal responsibility. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Ooh, mm -hmm. right? <laughs> <laughs> like, you got a stake in this thing. Like, yeah, you yeah. know, whether you recognize it or not, right? Yeah. By yeah, action yeah. or non-action. Yeah. Right. Uh, so, it is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> So we're probably uh, probably getting pretty close here. Okay. Um, I would love for you to share uh, share your story you were talking about at the beginning. Oh uh, with, uh, man, the gig that is is a good one. Yeah. Well, one big lesson because I, I consider myself to be an improvisator, right? And I play improvisation music, but you know, and that that extends from further than just the music. It's it's a lifestyle. So, and I mean, hell, if you think about it, yeah, we have our routines, but some of that other, mm -hmm. the other side, the balance is like some stuff, man, you don't know what the hell we do. You make it up on the spot. Mm -hmm. Maybe it works, maybe it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that makes it exciting, I think. Yeah. But uh, years ago, man, I still was living in Wichita, Kansas, and uh, at the time I was playing with a saxophonist in a trio set at a particular restaurant. And this particular gig, I was running a little behind, and in the process of me rushing, trying to the process of me rushing, trying to get to the gig, I, I arrive at the gig, only to find out like, oh man, where's my stick bag? So I'm playing drums, right? Oh man, okay, my then apartment at the time was at least 10, yeah. 15 minutes away. I ain't got time to go back to get it. Okay, now mind you, I got my drums. I still got to get set up. It's in a restaurant space that the bandstand is located, where it's located. It's a small space. People, patrons eating their dinner. I got to maneuver with my bass drum and hardware mm -hmm. and you know set up a minimal kit. Okay, what am I going to do? Don't have no sticks. Light bulb. Okay. Uh, excuse me, waiter. Waiter, waitress. Um... Ah man, I forgot my drumsticks, man. Can you hook me up with like some couple forks or <laughs> <laughs> some knives and stuff, man? So long story short, I, I played a whole three hour gig with yes. kitchen utensils <laughs> on the drums and pulled it off. Dude, no other than just it. seeing me playing with them, I mean, but yeah. as far as the music, it didn't stop. That's up. what's up, man. <laughs> Improvisation, yeah, baby. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and, and like, I always, this is one thing I always tell my students is that, like, when you're in your practice room, it's kind of one thing, but then when you're out at a gig, all sorts of stuff is going on, right? Yeah. People are coughing, people are, you know, yeah. there's a fight in the back, there's, the you know, all of a sudden your mic doesn't work. Yes. I mean, there's like, a, you, you, you've, you you just can't deal with the fact that you've got to go to the bathroom right now, yeah. you know, there's just all sorts of stuff. 
and the the preparing that we're doing is for all of that. Yeah. Or you get up on stage and you literally have like this or else you're going to fall off the stage and that's just what you get tonight. So the all the preparing that you have to do yeah. to have a whole bunch of other stuff on lockdown so that your brain can kind of handle this stupid deal that you have to use like cooking utensils tonight. But because, that's the aspect, know. that's that's the personal aspect that you got to deal with. Let alone the musical aspect. That's yep. the personal aspect, because like you say, that those are situations that are usually, I mean, you know, most times out of your control. Yeah, life happens, shit yeah. happens. So, like I said before, the only thing that you have absolute control over is your reaction or your response. Mm. Being responsible, able. Yeah, your response to the situation. Mm -hmm. That's it. Yeah, that's it. So experience. Mm. Was it, I understand it said the only true knowledge is gained, starts and ends in, in experience, something to that effect. Mm -hmm. So, as a musician, enough experiences, man, you become better in dealing with those situations, or maybe not, just depends on who you are. Um, because it's going to happen. Man, matter of fact, the last tour I was on, we're minutes from going on the stage and I had my bass with me like warming up, waiting to enter the stage. They're introducing us and all those pew, G string breaks. Yeah, wow. They get ready to call us on the stage, right? Been here before, you mm -hmm. know, enough to know, keep some extra strings on yeah. your clothes. Mm -hmm. Okay, so all I had to do was just go to my case, get my G string, wind yeah, it on real fast. Yeah. Yeah. And and go. <laughs> I, I'm never going to a gig ever again without oh, two man. violins. <laughs> I, I'm never doing it, man. If I'm in if I'm in uh you know, Eldorado El or oh, something, yeah. oh, you know, or some man. some middle of Kansas somewhere, I mean I'm screwed. This is Friday night, right? I mean, nobody's open, even right. if there was somebody, you know? And ours, you, you can't just string it up. I mean, it's going to be going flat all night, you know? Guitar yeah, and bass, yeah. you can kind of deal with it. A little bit, but if it's like a, like a, yeah. a fresh string, man, it's going to slip. Yeah, you don't have to be tuned to it. Right. It, yeah, it's, it's, and so I'm never doing it again. I, uh, I'm always bringing to it. And, it. and if I break the second one, then it you just... You know, you yeah. just got to punt. You know, yeah. I mean, yeah. uh, one meant to be tonight. You know, wow. but yeah, that that's your experience yeah, thing. Yeah, man. I mean, like, or like, yeah, anything, man. Your amp might go out. Yep. or Something. Just I mean, just yep. stuff. I mean, like you said, the mic, the, 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 you know, sound system acting crazy on you, or it just oh, you man, just the thing. Like, or you might have a a, a heckler or something in the audience, yep. or just anything, man. Mm -hmm. It's just you know, over time, you just learn how to deal with those things. Yeah. You know, just not. Get not allow it to take you out of your game so much. Yes, yes, that's the thing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so yeah. it's, it's a mental. Woo. Yeah, I know. That's yeah. a good one, man. Yeah. Well, um, I bet I bet we could probably go for hours on this stuff. I love talking about this stuff. I think it's fascinating, you know. Yeah. But um, definitely, uh, like I said, you know, it was really uh, really honored to have you play in the band, man. You one of the best players I've gotten to play in a band with before, and it was it was a real honor. Yeah, so. Yeah, fun. Appreciate you playing and yes, um and uh come uh come check DeAndre out. He's playing all over town and apparently all over. Can we over pull the... up on here? What? Can we pull up on here? Like Do places it. to play? Oh yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, um let's see. Uh I'm a part of this Eclipse Trio 
Myself, Everett Freeman Jr. on piano, Michael Warren on drums. Those two are monsters. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, it's a joy to play, play with those guys. Uh, every Tuesday and Friday, we play at Eddie B's Restaurant on the Plaza. Uh, Tuesdays from 6 to 10, and Fridays from 7 to 11. And with the same group, Eclipse Trio, we also do uh, Thursdays. Uh, there's a new spot, I don't know if you know. Uh, uh, 10th and Broadway uh, it's a speakeasy called Hush that we play from 6 to 10 but this building that Hush is a part of it's on the very bottom floor mm -hmm. and above that is a uh, the Broadway Bistro mm -hmm. which we also play there like every second and fourth Friday for brunch mm -hmm. like 11 to cool. 2 but this building is like six total floors and that they're working on the last two floors, but they have like Hush the Speakeasy, the Bistro, then they have like a game room, then they have another club above that, and they working on a club above that. It's, it's yeah, just this multiplex. Place, yeah. Really cool for Kansas City. Um, you know, they they still, you know, working out the kinks and building on it and everything, but it's going to be... The, it's gonna be pretty dope. That's cool. Um, and so, uh, yeah. So, um, as you can see, around town, uh, I'm with the Eclipse Trio mm -hmm. on, on the weekly basis most of the time. But um, I will say here at the Wild, I will be playing with Lonnie McFadden on Saturdays here shortly at the Black Dolphin, and uh, you know, just stuff in between. You know, sometimes the Monday Night Jam at the Blue Room. Or, stuff like that so cool man yeah all right that's the end of the show it's deandre manning thanks for coming man oh man my yeah. pleasure yeah yeah thanks for doing this man yeah no problem um well we'll be back again more uh, more musicians talking about a whole bunch of stuff stuff so uh all right get out of here see you later